0: Life of fulfillment starts with understanding your values. And when you know what truly motivates you, you can accomplish extraordinary things. Welcome to the Discover Your Values podcast, where each week we hear unique perspectives on human values with leaders who inspire us to explore the depth of our potential. Now, here's your host, Jacob J.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm excited to have with me today, Bookie Youssef. She is a secondary science teacher, consultant, and qualified coach. She spent over a decade in London schools teaching science as part of her commitment to increase diverse leadership within education. Bookie participates with a number of initiatives, including Women Ed and BAME Ed. She is a London regional leader for Women Ed and is registered as a leadership coach in that program. Bookie, welcome to the show. Hi, Jacob. Welcome. So glad you could join us. So the reason we brought Bookie on the show is because she published a great article on leadership matters called Stepping into Leadership and Identifying Your Values. And this is such a great topic, and I'm so excited to have Bookie on today to dive into this subject a little bit more. So, Bookie, tell us a little bit more about your role and the work that you're doing today.
2: Right now, my role is described as a Curriculum Director of Science and AVP. So, what it, in essence, means is that I'm a middle leader and senior leader in a secondary school just at the other side of London from where I live, which is near Wembley.
1: And this wonderful article that you published about coming into your values and that happening a little bit later for you in the process. Can you share a little bit more about how you came into your values as a leader?
2: It took a while, actually. It took me, I would say, about eight to nine months. And it was from a question that one of my friends asked me. And she said to me, okay, well, I know you're looking for a leadership role. How would you describe yourself as a leader? What are your values? And I was stumped. I just basically had to, I suppose, explore, do some research and really think, what was most important to me? and i think when you when you think about it for example when you go on different exercises as leaders you know they might say to you which particular values resonate with you and i think that we tend to go for the ones that strike with us the most easily but what i realized is that i had to really go deep into myself and think what was really important to me and it was only when i visited one particular school that i saw the, their core values and some of them really resonated with me and i just thought is this, does this school emulate what my values would be? And I then had to explore, okay, what's most important? And that's where I came up with the acronym DRIVE about, I am a determined person and relationships are very important to me and having integrity is important. But the, the valor part, I think, I wouldn't necessarily describe myself as being brave, but one thing about women at ed is that they do challenge you to be brave. And so valor is something that I actually put into that. And enthusiasm I, I'm energetic, I'm energized, I have a joie de vivre so enthusiasm is something I actually put in there as well. So that's ultimately how I actually came to my values by visiting the school and really get you know internally f- reflecting about myself and what was most important to me that I came up with those particular values.
1: That's great. and for the listeners tuning in, I'll share a copy of Buki's article in the show notes, but in her article she's created her own acronym for her core values. And that acronym is DRIVE, and it stands for Determination, Relationships, Integrity, Valor, and Enthusiasm. And I just love that. So tell me a little bit about kind of your process and kind of how you came up with identifying these values.
2: In the article, it actually says about one of the, I I went to an event in Birmingham looking at values and things like that, because obviously this is part of my quest to identify my own. And I think that I realized that whatever my values were, it had to be something that I truly believed in and I owned. And I think most importantly, that I wasn't necessarily ashamed of because in different roles that I undertook in um, different schools, a lot of people would say, yes, I'm enthusiastic, but they also use things like warmth, which I thought was great. But if you're going into leadership, I, I, descri- I would describe it as, say, like a, as a fluffy thing. But I think the, the penny dropped for me when about the fact that when you think about your values, it's about what most resonates with you. And whether or not it enables you to be, if it enhances your work-life balance. So if there's a jarring or there's a disconnect and you ascribed a a particular value to you, then it's not really something that you own. And I think this is what made me realize that I'd adopted a lot of values that schools had, that schools had actually ascribed, but they weren't necessarily anything that I would relate to, not in in a meaningful sense that I would take ownership of.
1: Yeah, and you bring up a great point on that. And I think for a lot of people, work defines us. So you know, they tend to take on the persona of the company, but underneath it all, they tend to be holding back what is really important to them and what motivates them. And there's so much discussion right now about how do you get better alignment between personal values and organizational values. So I'm glad you brought that up because I think there's a lot of folks that are kind of in that boat, so to speak. So what was your initial reaction when you clearly articulated your values for the first time?
2: I think my initial re- response was just relief. I, was, I suppose I was at a moment in time where I was between what I would call permanent roles. So I was actually doing interim roles and consultancy. So it actually freed me up just to explore myself and just to do more of what I wanted to do. But when I, when I actually was able to put down on paper these are my actual values. It was relief. And I think for the first time, I could actually take ownership about who I was as a leader. And I'd struggled with that for a long time. And hence why I was able to pen that particular article that you refer to, because this was a defining moment for me. And it was something that I wanted to share with others in case they found themselves in a similar position. And they had um, similar struggles in actually identifying what it was that they would actually ascribe as their values and some of the issues or some of the things that may have actually held them back and actually been able to define it.
1: What do you think is keeping people from evaluating their values early on in life or as they move into leadership roles?
2: I think personally, and I, I chuckle up myself because I can put myself to, in this, uh, you know, initially it might be securing a job. It might just be, you know, this is a role I might want to do. And it might be a case of actually finding the school in which you could actually do that um, role rather than actually spending the time of actually knowing who you are. And it might, be, it might be something that we come into as we get older, maybe more mature and more assured about what we, I think there's a, there's a confidence and an assurance that comes in later in life. And you, you need to be more confident in saying, this is who I am. Therefore, these are my values. And that takes a certain amount of strength to be able to do. Because then you have to make a decision if you go for roles or you go to work for particular companies and their values don't necessarily align with yours, how strong are you to tear out and say, actually, I don't want to work for your organization. And these are the values driven reasons as to why I'm not going to do that. I'm not sure how many people have got the strength to do that ultimately, but it does take time to actually discover what those values are, as I said before.
1: That's a great point and also a great segue to another burning question that I have, and that's this significance between personal values and organizational values, because I find there's a ton of talk right now about the alignment between those two things and how it can really produce great things, not only for you as an individual, but also as an organization. Can you talk a little bit more about the importance of the alignment between personal and organizational values?
2: I think, again, and I'm so bad at remembering names, but it links back to the event that I went to during 2017, March 2017, where the presenter was actually talking about the importance of identifying our own personal values and making sure it linked to the organizational values in that particular order, because it would lead to a better work-life balance because there's resonance and you're truly living the values that matter to you. I think that By doing that, there's more harmony, there's more peace. And these sound like fluffy values, but I I just think in terms of the fact that we spend a lot of our time working in organizations, if we're not really in tune with them, it does come out in, say, like in terms of stress, in terms of dissatisfaction, and it may lead us actually to part ways. So it's really important in identifying the organizational values and making sure they link to your own. As I said before, when I went for an interview at the particular school I'm actually at, they've got a particular acronym that made me actually sit down and think for the first time, do my own values link with these? And I could actually take a you know step back and think, actually, this is where I think there's alignment and actually question, do I agree with these particular things? And as it so happens, I do actually agree with their core values. And if I feel, okay, I feel stressed or there's dissatisfaction, or not particularly happy about certain things, I can periodically step back and think, okay, what are their values? What are mine? Are the, is there agreement? Is there dissonance? And there's not really. So I might just think, okay, maybe because I've just had a particularly hard week or what have you, I don't have to necessarily look up and question about the values and therefore worry about whether or not it, there's alignment with there. There is a complete alignment there. And that makes it easier for me to do my leadership role because I think that a leader, unless you are in tune with those particular values, You can't do your role as effectively as you can do. You know, it it comes out in one way or another that's negative.
1: One of the things that I find for individuals that are struggling in some way with work or life or relationships, a good intervention for that might be looking at your values to your point and making sure that those things align with whatever it is that you have going on in your life. But often I find the biggest impediment to actually understanding what your values are is often just taking the time to sit down and kind of go through very thoughtfully what those things are, especially because the world is so hyper productive today. In your view, what is the importance of actually making the time to do this? That's a challenging <laughs> question.
2: You have to be in a time and space where it's important to you. So usually it might be a change of role. It might be, you know, like you're deciding to actually work in a different school. I think that there's got to be something that actually prompts that. Otherwise, it's not necessarily something that's going to happen really easily. As I said, my friend, when she asked me the question, she knew I was looking for leadership roles because I had decided I was going to be, in fact, the situation arose where I was leaving my present school and actually looking for my next leadership role. I had to take the time to think about, okay, what type of role am I going to be looking for, what type of school, and therefore reflect upon myself and what mattered most importantly to me. I think if you have, say, for example, a coach, a coach may be having, receiving coaching may be an opportunity in which you reflect and think about what's most important to you and what your drivers are and therefore your values. I've not come across instances in where, unless there is a particular trigger that you naturally or spontaneously would actually think about, okay, what are my values and therefore, you know, who am I, so to speak, as a leader.
1: That's a great point. What is it meant for you and your well-being to really kind of have this understanding of your values and the ability to be able to align it with the work that you do?
2: If I feel that dissatisfied now, I go back to my core values and just think, okay, is there anything I'm doing or not doing that is not enabling me to live it? I may think, okay, like I'm just thinking back to certain, certain situations more recently, in which I felt a bit dissatisfied. And I thought, okay, checklist through my core values. I thought, okay, I'm being determined, relationships, okay, I spend a bit more time, integrity. Am I actually portraying what I say and do? Yes, there's alignment there. But I realized that the valor, for whatever reason, I decided to be less reticent in actually speaking out when it was appropriate to do so. So I then made a conscious effort that, Whenever the opportunity arose and when it was necessary to do so, I would actually speak out. And I found that I felt more at ease at myself within myself because, as I said, I'd gone through the checklist and I just make sure that I am doing what I say that I should be doing according to my values.
1: For the leaders listening right now who are interested in exploring their values further, what advice would you give?
2: Mm, Good question. I would say, in the first instance, to get coach I always say my my default position is always to get a coach because of the fact that they can help you look at yourself from different perspectives as a leader and also to ask you those challenging questions and if you can't get a coach or you know coaching is not necessarily for you, it's finding either a colleague or a friend that you know will ask you those difficult questions that will prompt you to think, okay so As a leader, who and what are you? Which particular values do you most or least admire? If you were to describe yourself in an ideal sense, how would you describe yourself? Those type of questions where there's not necessarily an easy answer, but it will get you to think about yourself as a leader in a different way and then drill down to some of the questions, you know, some of the values that you would mostly identify with. You know, there's lots of, you know, like different websites. And this is one of the things I did. I went on websites to actually look at values and actually went through like different checklists of which ones resonated with me the most, but they didn't seem to work because I ended up with about maybe 10 to 15. I found it really hard to just think, okay, so what, what would I def- describe myself as in terms of these particular values that didn't work? I think the conversation sometimes, those challenging conversations about yourself re- might help trigger or actually just you know, get you to think in a different way and maybe identify them.
1: I think that's a great point. And I just had a conversation with Charles Fowler last week. He's also based in the UK that helps put on World Values Day. And he was saying something similar. And that part of the process of discovering your values is just having the conversation with yourself and taking that time, not necessarily the output of three or four words. It's that space in between where we have some really thoughtful reflection. So I love hearing that because I think that's some great advice. Buki, how can our listeners continue to follow you and the good work that you're
2: doing? Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm very prolific on Twitter, although not as much as I was before in the past, because I now work full time. So they can follow me on my Twitter handle, which is at rondell10 underscore B, because I tweet there and share links to any blogs that I actually write. And I just share my reflections as a leader or as a science practitioner, because I love teaching and learning as well. So that's where I'd actually share a lot of my ideas.
1: That's great. And we'll post a link to that in the show notes. Buki, it's been a great pleasure talking to you today. Thank you. Okay, and a pleasure talking to you as well, Jacob. Thank you. And for our listeners, be sure to tune in next week for another great episode. Thank you, Buki.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Discover Your Values podcast. Are you ready to explore your values and create your best life? Visit discoveryourvalues.com and download our workbook to begin your journey.